0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak from Monday, March ninth. Good morning, I'm Jeff Dowley. Here's today's headlines. Justice Department wants more time to decide on SRE appeal. Colin Peterson running again. And Purdue on Capitol Hill this week. The Department of Justice is asking for more time to file an SRE appeal. The Trump administration is requesting more time to decide whether to appeal a decision critical to the biofuels industry. The administration has asked the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals in Denver to give it until March 24th to decide whether to ask the court to rehear its decision striking down three small refinery exemptions from the nation's biofuel mandate. The court's decision would change the way EPA has educated the SRE exemptions in the past and could have significant practical impacts on the RFS program going forward, the government said in its request. Now, this follows news confirmed to AgriPulse on Friday that the administration was seeking an appeal, something that frustrated a biofuels industry hoping to see the ruling enforced nationally. EPA shouldn't try to deny the inevitable truth. Its recent radical escalations of SREs was unlawful, and the Tenth Circuit and nationwide. No amount of delay will change that, ethanol trade association growth energy said in a statement. So stay tuned. The original appeal deadline is today, so we should know the court's decision soon. Peterson ends suspense. He'll run again. House Agriculture Committee Chair Colin Peterson is running for a 16th term, which will come as a relief to many across the ag sector. The Minnesota Democrat, who has been a strong proponent of crop insurance and Farm Bill commodity programs, issued a statement late Friday afternoon confirming he'll seek re-election. Peterson is the independent and effective voice we need in Washington for the 7th Congressional District, said Kelly Erickson, Steering Committee Chair of the Committee for Stronger Rural Communities, which has raised more than a half million dollars from farm groups and others for Peterson. Now, keep in mind, Peterson has said he wouldn't run this year unless he also plans to run again in two years so he can ensure continuity in developing the next Farm Bill. He did not address 2022 in his statement, but Minnesota is expected to lose a seat after the 2020 census, and Peterson's district could become even more Republican than it is now. President Donald Trump carried Peterson district by 30 points in 2016. Purdue faces busy week on Capitol Hill. Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue has made it a major priority of his tenure to provide some flexibility in school nutrition standards imposed by the Obama administration. He'll face an appreciative audience this afternoon when he headlines the School Nutrition Association's annual legislative conference in Washington. Purdue will be on Capitol Hill twice this week. He'll likely face a lot of questions again about prospects for the farm economy and the administration's market facilitation program. He appears before the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee on Tuesday and then the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee on Thursday. For more on this week's agenda in the nation's capital, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Coronavirus delays USDA trade mission. Morocco was the first of several countries that USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney rattled off recently when talking about plans for trade missions this year. Now it's the first to be postponed due to the spread of coronavirus around the world. Plans for public gatherings and events here and abroad are being scuttled. Following the detection of the coronavirus in Morocco earlier this week, USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service is postponing its scheduled March 16-19 trade mission to the country, the agency said in a statement. The World Health Organization is advising the public to avoid traveling to affected countries, and the Moroccan government has suspended all events involving international participants. Florida farmers anxious for hearing on Mexico. The Trump administration will hold public hearings next month to allow U.S. farmers to air their grievances over having to compete with Mexican fruit and vegetables, and Floridians are eager to testify. This is a positive development in our ongoing efforts to secure trade relief, said Mike Joyner, president of the Florida Fruit and Vegetable Association. He said, the administration clearly has heard our concerns. Southern lawmakers and produce farmers unsuccessfully sought to get a provision inserted in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement to make it easier to sue Mexican exporters. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative, USDA, and Commerce Department will be holding public hearings in Florida and Georgia on April 7th and 9th, respectfully. GAO says BLM did not look closely enough at headquarters move. The Bureau of Land Management did not adequately reach out to headquarters and police about its plan to relocate them from Washington, D.C. to Colorado and Arizona. That according to the Government Accountability Office in a report, BLM did not consider costs such as travel to and from D.C. or the effects of the relocation on productivity, the congressional watchdog said. BLM announced plans last year to relocate about 300 employees to Denver, Phoenix, and Grand Junction, Colorado, Grand Junction chosen as the new headquarters. But as of late January, because of vacancies, only about 179 employees occupied the positions to be relocated. Ninety have accepted their reassignments. GAO said BLM developed a white paper on potential Western locations, but did not describe how it picked the location for new headquarters advocates say coronavirus underscores the need for rural broadband more companies schools and government offices consider telecommuting due to the coronavirus broadband stakeholders say it's critical now more than ever to have access to high-speed internet in rural areas if you're in a community that has spotty broadband or let's say schools wind up closing A lot of kids in these communities don't have broadband access at home. That NTCA Rural Broadband Association CEO, Shirley Bloomfield, speaking with Agripulse. By the way, the Department of Agriculture, Federal Communications Commission, and National Telecommunications and Information Administration submitted a report to Congress on Friday on rural broadband deployment coordination efforts, which is mandated by the 2018 Farm Bill. Ex-DHS official indicted for allegedly stealing employees' personal information. A former acting inspector general for the Department of Homeland Security and a former subordinate have been indicted for allegedly stealing personnel information of about 250,000 DHS employees as a part of a scheme to defraud the federal government. The Justice Department says Charles Edwards and Marley Venkata plan to use the data to enhance Homeland Security case management software, then resell it to other government agencies. USDA's Office of Inspector General expressed interest in the software in late 2015, but it appears from court papers the alleged co-conspirators were never able to come up with the final product to sell before Edwards' home was searched, uncovering evidence of the scheme. Here's today's He Said It. I'm about ready to peel my Trump sticker off my bumper, that Iowa Corn Growers Association President Jim Grief telling Agripulse after hearing that President Trump supported appealing an appeals court decision on small refinery exemptions. On Friday, the Justice Department asked for another 15 days to decide whether to ask the court to reconsider its decision. Well, it's Daybreak for this Monday, March night. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.